There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Not Without My Sister. Hello, Beatrice. How are you this morning? Um, I'm not even sure it is morning yet, Rosemary. Thanks. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm actually wonderful, but I was thinking how ridiculous it is that like, we're like, we're going to have to do 6am. The two of us are free all day. Like as in we're Excuse working. And we're, uh, yeah, we're working. We're not free, Rosemary. That is the misnomer. That is the misconception that you have spread out there about being self-employed. That you are free all day. You're not free at all. I was saying this to mom and dad. I was oh, like, you're well. the busiest person I know. And you have a full-time job and you keep saying things like, I'm free and going for, for coffee with your friends and then having to work till 10, a, 10 p.m. at night. You're not free. <laughs> That's called time management. <laughs> or mismanagement. Well, anyway, it is the cark of dawn. And I see your husband up and looking sprightly. But also I was thinking as I was getting up this morning, as I dragged myself out of bed, it's like I was getting ready for a plane because I could barely sleep all night in case I missed this 6 a.m. alarm, which of course I'm not going to. I'm also aware that for lots of people out there, 6 a.m. is a perfectly normal time. And in fact, late because they get up to go and work out like I used to 10 years ago. 6am is a I weird know. time to be recording a podcast though, because like nobody gets up and has like, a, you know, a great, fun, lively conversation at 6am. Yeah, they do. And Maeve Binch used to get up, not that this is my obsession, used to get up at like 5.30 and write lively conversations. I could write a lively conversation now. Well, you love being, you love, I was literally thinking to myself, I was like, Rosemary, I'm surprised I've never mentioned this before, loves being up early. Do I? You just said you feel great. Oh, yeah. Well, I was only I was clearly trying to annoy you, but failing. Oh, you're a total early bird and your husband bopping around there. I'm surprised he's not in the second outfit of the morning. Well, OK, this is the ridiculous thing about Brandon, right? He leaves the house at between six, between 6.30 and 6.45. He gets up at approximately 4.30 to 4.45. He stays in his robe, barely like... I mean, I'm not up right usually, but even if I'm up, barely speaks, is not a morning person, watches TV or plays games and eats food for like two hours. And then he will come like that. What was that? Uh, 
cartoon with the Tasmanian devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was called Tasmanian devil. Oh, was it? He'll come into the room like a large, enormous Tasmanian devil in a checkered robe and come like, literally, he'll give himself 60 seconds to get dressed and come barreling through the room into the wardrobe, get his clothes on and out the door. And he literally like, like the last, it must be very stressful. The last moment of his morning time, which has taken him two hours, is Um, so stressful and rushed. It's so weird. Rosemary, you're mixing your metaphors. I don't think Tasmanian devils barrel. They whirl. Oh my God, Taz. Well, what's the difference between barreling and whirl? Like, I mean, he gets in a ball and then goes around really, really quickly. Oh, barreling to me is like bumbling through a space and knocking things over. Oh, to me, it's like just being really quick. Mm, barreling, mm. I don't know, Rosemary. I'm probably I mean, incorrect I don't want to on that. Your English again. I don't want to correct it again, but I think that's wrong. That's weird because your face says, "I do want to correct your English again," <laughs> but your words are saying something different. Can I just give a personal update before we get started on our topic? Although I suppose we're started already. So, and you kind of have to say yes, because if you said no, that'd be rude. Oh, I didn't know it was an actual question. Right. My personal update is this. So, you know, a couple of weeks ago, probably a couple of months ago now, I started changing my medication and I'd been on one antidepressant for a couple of years and I started to feel a bit, well, I'd just been feeling a bit crap since having the baby and I wasn't really sure why it was, but I was also like, look, maybe we'll try something else. Then I had a couple of weeks of when I was changing medication, feeling absolutely shit and just like feeling really sad all the time and, you know, just feeling crap. And now I feel like I'm coming out the other side. That's good. There's hope. There's hope. It's hard. There is hope. Change medication. Oh my God, it's so hard. But yesterday, for the first day in weeks and weeks, I had, well, the baby was home with me yesterday and for the first day in so long, I got up in the morning, I got dressed, we left the house, like, you know, voluntarily, because usually I'll leave if I have a plan or if I'm meeting somebody. But if I basically we had to get groceries, and that's usually the thing that I'm like, oh, I can't bring myself to leave the house, like for the last couple of weeks. And we got up. Now it was helped by the fact that we got up and we went to Starbucks first and got a croissant. And then we went and did the groceries. But it was the first time that like, I've actually been able to go and do something that feels not essential although I mean we had nothing that was essential but you know what I mean was it essential it sounds to me like you could have been making bread a new hobby of mine four years after the rest of the world <laughs> I'm a late adopter <laughs> I've I've tried sourdough oh, well actually during the pandemic I tried sourdough bread multiple times and every single time came out with a flat pancake of bread it's very hard it's very hard it's and, very and hard. people who do sourdough who do it well who have basically spent hours and hours and hours, then go on about it like it's just like, I don't know, whipping cream. They're like, oh, it's very straightforward once you get the hang of it. And you're like, but you've spent so long getting the hang of it. Are you just talking about dad? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, well, I've, I took down my other bread book and I was like, oh, this old fashioned yeast nonsense. You know, dad's very dismissive. He's made, he's given me a bias against, you know, regular bread, regular non-sourdough bread. Of course he has. You practically make pasta and you make a nice sauce and dad's like, but is it a sourdough sauce? Yeah. 
So I made bread and I, now, nothing is straightforward. I'll tell you, I made bread and I was like, this is great. And then I was like, this doesn't really fit in this bowl. How? And it said like, you know, pour it in the bowl, leave the bowl in a tacky consistency and then watch it double over the next 18 to 24 hours. And I was like, nothing's going to double in this bowl. It's, bowl, like it's the biggest bowl I have and it's absolutely rammed full of stuff. And I was like, I'll double check the recipe. And it said three cups of flour. And I was like, oh, because I put in three pounds of flour. So that was kind of annoying. But the two loaves that resulted from this were very nice. And I was trying to offer one to you, but you never came to pick it up. So oh, they now I'm eating it myself. Excellent. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Well, the second one was actually a little bit too cooked oh. on the base. So I'm trying to figure out if I could. But now I'm trying to think maybe I could make um, bread and butter pudding. But I don't know how crunchy the crusts of bread and butter pudding can be. Oh, yeah. I feel like homemade bread. Yeah, because bread and butter pudding has to be soft, right? Well, I mean, it becomes soft because you marinate it or like whatever, you soak it in liquid. In stuff. You know what's delicious? Panettone bread and butter pudding. Oh, yeah. Did I have some of that in your house? Yeah. I think you might have years ago. But I must try yes. and get a panettone again this year in Marshalls. Although I do wonder like how old are those? But anyway, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really go off. In Marshalls? I think you mean in the gourmet Italian shop around the corner. No, no. In Marshalls, it's cheaper. That's where I got my panettone last year or the year before. Oh my God. And you ate the bread and butter pudding and did you complain? Well, you don't remember, but you didn't. <laughs> when I worked at Marnie, that's what we got for our Christmas present. They give a panettone to everybody. And I remember bringing it home and I, Julie and I, we both got one. And we carried them home like gold as we'd never had one. And they were expensive, especially like for us at the time. Yeah. And we carried them home and we got them home. We opened them and we sliced them and like delivered them as if on sheets of gold to family members. And, and the kids, everyone was like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit dry, a panettone, to be fair. It just is not to the Irish palate. It certainly yeah. wasn't at the it's time. It's an acquired taste. Like, honestly, we carried them, you know, the, in the beautiful boxes that they come oh, in. Oh, yeah. We carried them yeah. through like through the airport and everything, they, they were basically our carry-on luggage with regards to them like babies. <laughs> uh, a failure. Oh God. Is that the only company you've ever got a Christmas present from? Mm. No, I'm pretty sure that like most of them give you some kind of holiday something, you know. Well, mm. I think it was one of, actually now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think they all do at all. I think it depends. I think it's more like your manager gives you something or, yeah, but not necessarily the company. But one of the companies, uh, Vera Bradley that I worked for, they used to give you a, everybody a birthday present. They'd give everybody 50 euro, $50 in the, in a, in a birthday card. And that would get handed out by the, by the CEO would walk around the company and frighten everybody into thinking they were being fired. And then like, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> well, I mean, I presume you knew it was your birthday. So you're like, oh, here's my birthday card. But I suppose when People you see them, you forget. Yeah. Yeah. You totally forget. Like you're not thinking. You know, and he'd walk around and he was he was so like he just wasn't, you know, seen commonly on the floor. And then very often HR would shadow him just to make sure that he knew where the desk of this person was. <laughs> so you'd see so you definitely think HR, you're getting the yeah. boot. <laughs> it was just very <laughs> stressful for people. But it was but it was a nice idea. OK, go on. What's our topic? Well, no, just just back to the Christmas present. I was just thinking that because my theory then was that it's European companies, the continental European companies that give you the Christmas gifts. Because when I was in Zara, I remember I got that huge box of food that mom had to drive all the way into town to pick me up because I couldn't carry it onto the bus. Well, yeah, I don't think people would call it Christmas anymore anyway, like especially in America, it would be a holiday gift. Oh, yeah, I think in Europe they're still calling it Christmas. Well, listen, Rosemary, you don't know, you haven't been there for 
so, so, so long. But you have a guest coming who still lives on the sparkling emerald isle and you can ask her. Oh my God. I'm gonna, I, Yeah, I'm actually, you know, despite all my promises to get people on the pod, I'm actually going to get her on the pod. And I'm going to talk to her about how Ireland has changed. Yeah, Back like, in the I old country. Of questions of things that I, because I feel like I'm rapidly changing into that tiny shriveled guy on the bar stool who like was my worst nightmare <laughs> no. when I first came over. Back when in I first Ireland. came over on the boat. Yeah, and he was like, and he was full of all of these misconceptions and telling me about things that I should be fighting for as an Irish woman and all this. And I'm like, it's not like that's, these aren't conversations we're having. Oh, that's just like the Irish group I joined on Facebook where they were talking basically about how, like, how because they're Irish, they're voting for Trump. And I was like, no, mm-mm, that's not why. What? Yeah, they were basically talking about like how, you know, Trump is for the working man and like the Irish know all about that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Irish people don't like Trump. Like, no, you're, you're, you're confused about this. Well, I'm sure some Irish people I mean, do like course. Trump, but like the same politically leaning people who like him in America. Yeah, but like the majority of Irish people's political affiliation wouldn't be with Donald Trump. Well, the, I know because Ireland is extremely, well, has proven itself over the last several years to be a lot more liberal than, you know, very many other places, which is not, I would say, MAGA's agenda. True. But yeah, today's topic, all the things that I do for you. Oh. All the ways in which you use me as your tiny, what? agreeable curly-haired house elf minion i would say what would you minion I mean, more, I'm your minion more than, more than house elf like i mean you're definitely not a house elf house elves are very agreeable and, and naked I look like a house <laughs> I, oh jesus i look like a house elf in that picture that you posted of us making a snowman i am your snowman making house elf <laughs> <laughs> except you're most definitely dressed in about 75 layers in that photo <laughs> Okay, excuse me. That's not the topic. The topic was going to be what we do for each other. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Because only last week I found, actually, I read your money diaries this week. And it is a miracle that my head did not spin off me. (sighs) Beatrice, having, having so much, must be great to have so much leisure. Swanning around, quotation, swanning around. Target and Walmart. Now, if an oxynomer existed, an oxymoron, (laughs) (laughs) a misnomer or an oxymoron. (laughs) You're a fucking oxymoron. (laughs) Listen, excuse me, that could be a new word, an oxynomer. Anyway, if a, okay, if ever something was not a fact. I would just like to give some context. No, excuse me. I would first of all like to say there is no such thing as swanning around Walmart. Those two things do not go together. I was merely using it as a way to express my own frustration with the fact that I was recording my audiobook last week and couldn't come and hang out with you guys. And I was trying to say like, in my head, because I'm working, I'm imagining they're swanning around Target and what, you know what I mean? Beatrice, um, no, it's it's, no, it's creative writing. Give me some no, creative leeway. No. And I was literally like, is she having a fucking laugh? The only reason we were, quotations, swanning around Walmart is because mom and dad said, oh, Rosemary's having a party for Atlas tonight and she has nothing done and we're going to do all the cooking 
And I ended up making all the pizzas and, the, and half the cakes. And she'd love us to go to Walmart and do her shopping for her. So we promptly get in the car, drive to Walmart of all places, spend two soul-crushing hours, like made even worse by the fact that at one point mom said, and this is just, I was going, how the mighty have fallen. At one point mom goes, you seem to know your way around here very well. <laughs> I was raging. <laughs> I was like, I never thought I would. But anyway. I thought you were going to Walmart anyway. Mum and dad said they wanted to go before they left. But uh, sorry, like not to take, this is all true. Thank you so much. I was very appreciative. Yeah. When I, when I am I said, very appreciative. Have you ever hung out with mom and dad? No, you haven't because you were recording your, yes, you have. And they go, oh, I'd love to go to Target. And I go, what do you want to go for? And they go, oh, nothing, actually. No, nothing. So when dad says, I'd like to go to Walmart, and I said, okay, we, do you want to go to Walmart? No, actually. Actually, Claire, do we want? No. We didn't. No, we don't need to. No. So there was no need to go to Walmart, which I told you. And I said, but we will go for you anyway. And you gave us the crappiest list, I have to say. Five items, which could not have been spaced further apart <laughs> around the shop. Yes. And then... We went home. I baked you two pizzas. Mom made you a chocolate biscuit cake. Oh, you were the I made best. You yeah, I made you s'more, little s'more bites. Come over to your house expecting like to be adding to the food. And you're like, yeah, thank God you're here. Put all the food on the table. Excuse me, adding to the food? I had sliced watermelon. I had put out Which I bought crisps. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, they don't I had, count. I no, bought no, them. I'm trying to think. There were definitely some things that I had already. Diet Coke. I bought the Diet oh, Coke. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I bought it. You, you oh, had sorry. A, a packaged cake. It was not a packaged cake. It was from Sassy's Sweets and Treats. It was a baked cake from a bakery. Okay. You had that which Brandon had picked up. Uh, Brandon had not picked it up. I had picked it up that day and then come home with a screaming baby. And Dad, remember, remember I told you I'd bought Dad a cupcake and then forgot to give it to him because the baby was screaming so much. The baby was lying on the ground beating his fists on the floor as Dad was going, ah, ah, Atlas, ah, ah, and like not picking him up. Ah, ah. A, he's not a baby anymore. And B, <gasps> I don't care. I have four of them. Okay? So you do <sighs> not convince me how tough this was. Your four were at school on that particular day where, while mine was wailing on the floor. So I'm still allowed to complain about it. You're, you're not. My point is I've gone through four whalers. Yeah. Okay? And, you, and, and I've I'm, managed. And I've never had a birthday party catered for me by my sister. So you were so welcome. But when you say the topic is what you do for me, I'd suggest the topic is what I do for you. Was that pizza delicious or what? It was delicious, but you made me sound really pathetic now. Don't attempt to tug at my heartstrings. There are none. Yeah, they're still asleep. There's no point. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> but sorry. Okay. I'll tell you about the most recent, the most recent example of what I potentially will be doing for you. Okay, great. Okay. Beatrice recently got a new dishwasher. After months and months and months of the dishwasher not performing correctly. I'm wondering, I am genuinely wondering where this is going. <laughs> okay. So you got a new dishwasher. The dishwasher was installed. Then she sends a text to the family group chat. I don't know why you couldn't just text a dad. But anyway, a, a text to the group goes, Dad, should I put this dishwasher in Kerry's skip? Kerry had a skip. Or oh. should I put it on Facebook Marketplace and try oh, no. and get $50 for I it? I have another story about the skip. We'll get there in a second. Okay. And dad... Ever the entrepreneur says, oh, well, 
you may as well put it on Facebook and make the $50. He's never made $50 in his life. He's never sold anything. Anyway. <laughs> so, Dad, you may as well try and make the $50, right? Put it on Facebook. Then I, thoughtfully, having sold several things on Facebook Marketplace and had very frustrating dealings with people trying to scam me out of my money, sent you a text and said, by the way, if you're going to do Facebook Marketplace, just be aware, there's a really common scam where people will co- will message you and say, I really, really want your item. I'm going to send my son or my brother or my husband over to get it. Can I pay you by Zelle? And then they do this stupid thing where they're like, okay, I've just sent you a link. You have to accept it. And they basically, they make it look like they've sent you too much money. And they go, can you send me back the difference? And you send them back the difference and they haven't sent you any money at all. Like, lol, and then you're out of the difference, whatever it was, right? It's very mean. And I've never actually fallen for it, but many people have tried. So I say to you, listen, there's a really common scam, just beware. You then immediately call me. <laughs> oh, listen, thanks so much. Thanks no, so much for no, that about Facebook. I, call, I called you to tell you something else, actually. Okay, but I don't remember what that was. I called and you to tell you that that dress that she sent me as your favourite oh, new dress. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh my God, exactly! I had literally sent Beatrice a text. I'm looking for a dress for this wedding in two weeks. Oh. And I'd sent her a text with a link to this dress. And I was like, oh my God, this dress is amazing. I really oh. wanted it sold out. Right? <gasps> And then the next day, I'm still talking about what to wear to this wedding. And Beatrice goes, well, I bought that dress. You can wear it if you want. And I'm like, sorry, what dress? And you're like, the dress you just sent me. I'm like, sorry, my dream dress that's sold out. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I got. And, and like, literally, when I click the link then, Beatrice, not only is it sold out, but it's fucking disappeared from the website. It's like a 404, not found. Because where is it to be found? Soon in your wardrobe. Well, actually... You'll be happy to hear shipping is delayed. But I told you that if it's lovely on you and you like it, you can buy it from me. But that's you did friendship. not. You said I could borrow it from you. I said you could buy it from me if you loved, if it was nicer on you no, than you on me. No, you didn't. You said I could just wear it to the wedding. Oh, buy what? it. I'm not I buying it. I'm pretty sure I text. What? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> it's too expensive. Why would I buy it when I can just borrow it for free? Oh. Win, win. You fool. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so she calls me and she goes... Thanks so much for that about the Facebook scam. But listen, obviously you're going to be doing it for me. Obviously when I said, should I put that on Facebook Marketplace? I meant, should you put it on Facebook Marketplace? You know, listen, you know, you know, I can't. You sounded exactly like mom, so that's why I'm doing her voice. Listen, oh, you you know, I can't. You know, I'm not good with technology. And then you went into like a poor me spiel about how sweaty you get trying to post to Instagram. I do. You remember this very well. I tell you, speak about sweaty and the skip. So I went over to Kerry's the other night to drop. Um, but I mean, listen, seriously, that is actually a win-win. You get to wear the dress. I used to have to post the dishwasher on Facebook Marketplace and I'm not getting a list at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you've changed your tune because a minute ago I was buying the dress. So I'm glad you've come around. Oh, yeah. No, you're welcome to not buy it, maybe. So anyway, I went, <laughs> unless it's horrible on me and nice on you and then you're going to have to buy it. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So I went over to Kerry's house the other day to drop some cardboard into her skip, right? Commonly known in America as a bin. It's not called a skip, right? That's where I it thought it was really known as a dumpster. Or a bin, right? Which is where it gets really confusing because we call the bin the bin in the kitchen, which they call the trash. And I would call, I would actually assume that like the trash sounds, sounds bigger than a bin. So like it should be I the agree. other way around. Good, thanks. Anyway, so we go over and I only had you know, some packaging, like nothing major, but stuff that's kind of big, right? Like big pieces of, actually it was the packaging off aforementioned dishwasher now that I think about it. Jesus, you should have made the workman take that away. Anyway, go on. Oh, sorry, the workman was dad, I forgot. No, no, there was a workman, but he was a plumber and not like a a dishwasher installer per se. So anyway, went over to Kerry's house and they had a massive bin. Like when we get bins, they're usually a respectable size, like pretty small, you can see into them. This one you couldn't see over at all. It had like handles up the side that you're apparently supposed to climb on upright. So I get out and I'm like, how in God's name am I going to get this? And I tried to throw some of it over the top. And I did manage to throw some of it over the top, but I couldn't get all of it up. So Nash went around the other side of the bin and he's shouting, mom, mom, look at all the stuff they put in here. And I'm like, how can he see? He must be, he's like, he's a, he's a limber teenager. He must be climbing up the side of the bin as well. Right. I I really don't think Nash would be the child who would be climbing up the side of a garbage bin. It was very clean looking. So anyway, I start, I, I get on the rungs, right. With the, all the cardboard balanced in the other arm and I'm climbing Jesus up. Jesus Christ, one side of this bin is low, isn't it, Beatrice? Is this what you're getting at? <laughs> the back of the bin is totally open. <laughs> I get down all sweating and hassled, having thrown all the cardboard into the high side of the bin, go around the back, and Nash is just standing there looking into the open bin. <laughs> total Did he realise you were climbing this ladder? Yeah, he kept going. I, I was trying to tell you, Mom. I kept saying, come around here. I, was, I thought he just was telling me to like go around there to see what they had in the bin from his angle. So anyway, yeah, absolute gobber. They're probably like, what is this one doing climbing up the side of the bin in her flip-flops? 
And you know what, Beatrice? If I'd been there with you, do you know where I would have been? Up the side of that bin. I was about to say, beside me, handing me up the cardboard. <laughs> no, I would have been up. I would have been the one up and you would have been handed. We know it. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course I would have been. You would have instructed would have me great. straight up that ladder. <laughs> You're so right. I know. Oh, Anna, you are very good to me, Rosemary. You are very good to me. Okay, let's just say other things I do for you. Oh, okay. Any time an appointment needs to be cancelled. Sometimes. Most times an appointment needs to be cancelled. For you. Yeah, you yes, yeah, often. very you often. You did cancel one for me recently. Yes, I, I'm made call up. And I always have this like, I feel really <laughs> panicked, right? Where I'm like, do I say, hi, this is Beatrice, right? Because the, like, they're not going to know. But then I'm afraid that they're going to ask me like, oh, what was the appointment for again? Or like, when did you make the appointment? Or is this a, like, have you already paid? And I'll be like, eh, don't know. Right, so I'm always afraid of... Oh, because that time, do you remember I said I was you and I went for that massage and then they started asking me about my life and I was like, I'm a writer. And then I was like, oh, actually, my name's not Beatrice McCabe. And then they made me fill out all the forms again because <laughs> I had filled out all the intake forms as you. It was so Do you know annoying. what you'd be really bad at? Do you remember that movie with Leonardo Acting? DiCaprio? Well, also, catch me if you can. Catch I me meant if like can. assuming somebody's identity. Like that woman in, was she in, was she in Brooklyn or somewhere in, yeah, I think she was in Brooklyn. That Russian woman who who tried to poison her neighbors with the cheesecake recently and is now in prison because she looked very like she found a neighbor that she looked very like it wasn't the first time. Apparently, she'd also done it in Russia. She'd poisoned somebody, stolen their life savings and legged it to America. And then over here, found a lookalike neighbor, attempted to to cheesecake them to death. And that'd be a nice way to go, to be fair. I think they didn't die. I oh, know I would hate to eat somebody else's cheesecake that I don't. Oh, here we not go. Even, I'm not even joking. Here like we the, go. It's the consistency, and in this You're case, making it I'd sound right. weird. I'd hate to eat somebody else's cheesecake. But like in this case, it's 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 true. It's a very. It, it requires a certain amount of like sanitation and trust that I just don't know any randomer would be bringing over to my house anyway in this case I'd be correct because it was obviously spiked with arsenic instead you of know, lemon jelly actually that's interesting because I did watch Nigella Lawson make a cheesecake and she did say the most important ingredients in a cheesecake are sanitation and trust so you're right <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't have said that she would have said something like love this cheesecake honestly I feel like you're like there's this character in Vanderpump Rules who calls her vagina her cookie. And she keeps talking about how, yeah, I climbed into the back of her car and I ate her cookie. What? Yeah. About going down on someone. And that's just what no, I thought of I there when you said that, that about the cheesecake. But I'm like, what is she? Why is she in the back of someone's car? Oh, because she was drunk and uh, she was in the back of the car with her f- two of her friends. And then she said, get back here to one of the friends. And she ate her cookie in the back of the car. There were three of them in the back of the car? No, there was one person driving and another person in the this is irrelevant in the passenger seat and she was in the back she was the passenger in the back why did these poor unfortunates in the front of the car have to bear witness to this that's low class it was it was a boyfriend and girlfriend who were in the front of the car the boyfriend was driving the girlfriend was in the passenger seat their hot friend was in the back and she said get back here and the boyfriend was obviously like great some lesbian action for me to watch with his girlfriend his girlfriend and his friend. So there wasn't somebody in the front seat anymore then? In the passenger Correct, seat? Correct, Beatrice. Because when they were in the passenger seat and they climbed into the back, they were no longer in the passenger seat. You said she was in the back eating the cookie and there were two people <laughs> in the front of the car. That's I said she was said. in the back and she said, get back here and I'll eat your cookie. 
Oh, I thought she was talking to some like rando passerby. <laughs> Get back here and I'll eat your cookie. I can't imagine being like, yeah, I mean, okay, I can't imagine it. Number one being like, yeah, I'll do that in front of your boyfriend. So how's the boyfriend? This is a, this is a real case of keep your hand on your driving. <laughs> Mom would freak. Listen, how could you driving. do that while you're driving? Yeah, yeah, I can barely hold a conversation, says mom. <laughs> anyway, right. So yeah, I'm bad at impersonating people. And yet I'm forced to impersonate you at least once a month, cancelling some appointment or other. Because it also sounds weird to be like, this is Beatrice's sister. Because then I'm like, this is Beatrice's sister. She has terrible laryngitis. Like, because why else could you not just call yourself? Right? Why would you say you're my sister? Why wouldn't you say this is Beatrice's personal mother? assistant? Mother. Mother. Yeah. I don't sound old enough to be your mother. Yeah, I mean, you do. The- people would believe that Rosemary you are old enough to be somebody's mother. oh my god a girl in my book club told me that her mom is 42 years old four years older than me and I was imagining that this girl and I were peers we are not but I mean intellectually you could be intellectually I could be peers with this eight-year-old I think sometimes no I know I'm more meant like depends right it's all different like I know anyway listen go back to to I don't know how to make you feel better okay so I do some cancelling for you. I do some scheduling for you. What do you do for me? Aside I from the groceries, which was which was great, and the pizza and everything. That was that was I a great day. Sometimes mind Atlas. That's true. I host you at my pool, which I have cleaned regularly to keep. That you doesn't in it. count. Yes, it does. I, no, I come over and keep you company at your pool and help you discipline your children. Um, and I maintain the pool so that you can swim in it. And I bring diet cokes so you can drink them. I was about to say, and I drink them. To keep you company. And I buy you excellent romantic comedy books in Costco. Oh God, that book was so bad. It was so <laughs> bad. You have no idea. Like it was actually, it wasn't even enjoyable. It was just so bad. I have another one upstairs called Cold World or something that I... Oh, oh my God. I saw that in Target yesterday and I was going to yeah. buy it for you. And then I was like, no, wait, I think I've seen that in her house. I have it. Don't buy it. I'm like, I have a quarter of it left and I just can't get through it. I need to finish it. I just read a book called Icebreaker um, by Hannah somebody and it's like in the New York Times bestseller and it's got 4.5 stars and Goodreads and honestly I thought it was a bit crap. I'll lend it to you. Oh, great. Can't wait. <laughs> well, I'm reading The Love Equation by Ali Hazelwood. Now, she's a good writer. The stories are all a bit the same now. I'm on the third. This is her third book. Yeah. They're all a bit like... They are all a bit the same. Kooky, thin, petite science girl. Meets massive, overgrown, big-handed, husky-voiced... Uh, it's... Enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers. But he's also, um, what's the word? A, a monotone, gravelly monotone. Yes. Uh, very aloof, I would say. An aloof yes. giant, also sciencey man. But like, why yes. would, like, an aloof giant, this is what I'm always saying to my short friends. You shouldn't be going for the giant men. The giant men should be left for the tall women. Now, I can't really speak because my husband is an entire foot taller than me. But listen. Those in glass houses can apparently throw stones because I'm throwing them right now. But I have a friend who's five foot two and talks about how she only likes tall men. I'm like, you are the one who should be going out with the short kings. You are the one who should be going out with Kieran Culkin. I'm sure Kieran Culkin has no trouble finding a woman, but you know what I mean. Should, should, should talk about knowing what other people should be doing. This is what I said. I'm in my glass house and I'm chucking stones at everybody. Okay, what else do you do for me? I lend you clothes. I w- I, sorry, I actually meant to say that dress is not going to be like, it's a gorgeous dress. It's not going to be gorgeous on either of it. It's a giant muumuu. What? 
It's a giant pink muumu. Sorry, I'm talking about the yellow dress that you're going to wear to the wedding. No, 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 no. Sorry, but I'm talking about the pink dress that you bought out from under me. That's fine. The yellow, yes, yeah, you do let me dresses. You know what I have to say? You're very, very good at and you do what? do for me, even if I'm not particularly grateful all the time. When Organize I say things for you. No. When Organize I say parties. No. When I say something like, um, I'm I'm looking for something for for something. You will find a hundred links, most of which I I poo poo. I turn down. I I turn my nose up at. But you'll find them for me, and you'll keep sending them to me. So you're very like because I feel like if that was me and I sent you five links and you were like no 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 I'd go fuck's sake I'm not sending her anymore. Whereas you obviously go fuck's sake. Like, I'm going to send her one she loves now. And you get really, really determined. And you keep sending me endless links. And you're very good at giving me, at doing for me, coming up with ideas for me to write. Oh, I am very good at that. I have a full list of it. And I was about to say, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing you uh, a money diary, a guest money diary. I have two days done. Well, you should have three because it's Thursday. Well, I don't, but, but I have great. two days done. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm actually, I'm very, very good at giving you ideas for writing. You are excellent, yeah. And insisting that you should write them. And I'll tell you, go back to that links com- comment. Yeah, I send you links and you poo-poo them. And I just go to myself, oh, she is wrong. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't go, oh, I'll prove it to her. I go, oh, she's wrong. But I'll, keep, I'll give her another option if that's the case. Because you go, this isn't, I'd hate this. This is more you than me. That's the one you always do, which is guaranteed to like attempt to drive me over the edge. <laughs> this seems like you're shopping for yourself and not for me. And I go, deep breath. I'm shopping for you, you absolute twat. You frequently send me links that will suit people with long necks like you. And we both know that I have a very short, thick neck like uh, Brian O'Driscoll. So... No, Rosemary, no, Rosemary the, the difference is you think that like a lot of these dresses, etc., are contingent upon having certain bodily parts look different and they're not. They are your personal hangups and these dresses would be lovely on you. End of story. I win. It's not a competition, Beatrice. Feels like one. So what else do you do for me? Let me think. I'll tell you. It, when you frequently send me random photographs you have found God knows where and you go, I need these shoes. And then I spend, and I'm very good at that. I spend hours then finding, I even messaged, do you remember you sent me a picture of Tia Maori in a lovely dress? We're like, where'd she get this? And I even messaged her stylist. I went the extra mile and I I found it. actually hilarious. Did you buy it? No. I know. And that sweater that you found recently, that I'm still trying to find out where I can buy it. I mean, it says you can buy it. Um, the sweater that I found, I, I didn't find. The sweater that I saw on Image, I think it was on yeah, Image. The, the sweater that they featured in two two separate covers by an Irish knitwear designer. You just have to message him on Instagram and go, where can I buy this and how much is it? It's probably about 700 quid. You're not buying that sweater. Oh, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm not buying it right now. I'm sure it's really expensive, but it was amazing. But it also said you can buy it at whatever, one of those, is it Havana? Havana Boutique in Donnybrook. It's always Havana, Havana yeah. Boutique in Donnybrook. But, but it doesn't seem to, but Havana Boutique doesn't seem to have it. So I'm like, that's, I hate that. That's misleading. You just hate getting in touch with people directly. So you like me to find you something or for you to be able to click a link and buy it online. You don't want to actually contact the boutique or contact the designer directly because you get into a sweat at the thought of doing anything on Instagram. No, 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 no. I also just go, that's bad customer service. That annoys me. Well, that is, yeah. If you want to sell your, if you want to sell your sweater or whatever, you should make it easy for me to purchase it. Yeah. Like I shouldn't have to call the boutique. If you say it's for sale at the boutique, 
Yeah. It should be for sale at yeah. the boutique. There should basically be to go. two steps. One where I click yes. the link that you have provided and two where I click add to cart. There shouldn't be yeah, like because I really th- troll, yeah, troll, I, troll. And then I think, yes, because then I think as well, like you can't be complaining if your business isn't doing what your business should be doing or what you expect to do if you make it impossible for people to buy things. Well, we don't know that they're complaining, but that's a good point. Oh, I don't mean I don't mean them particularly, but I mean anybody that like where it's hard to find these things. What else? I, I frequently buy you bread in Kroger. Oh, you do. You frequently produce loads of, of bread from the freezer. That's true. Yeah, that to, I have hoarded from Kroger. To feed my, yeah, to feed my children. Yeah, well, I mean, in fairness to me, when I go to Kroger now, usually the toasting bread that I found, that I identified, that I shared Here with Here we go. I discovered out her. Of stock. I whipped is, her out of obscurity. Yeah, is out of stock because you, when you go in, buy every loaf on display and then put it in your freezer. There are five loaves that they make. They're, they produce five loaves and them, I buy and all buy five. All. But I went yesterday yeah. at like 9.45 and there was not a loaf of English muffin toasting bread to be found. That's because I went in, purchased not to all my four Kroger. loaves. Yeah, I shop at your Kroger. Hmm. I went in yesterday, I was at the doctor's. I bought all four loaves, put them in the freezer, and I and I put a big red X on them. That says not for rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about cancelling things out that you can't just do yourself? It's it's usually like if you've left it too late or something's happened. You know what I mean? We're not within the, the scheduled twenty four hours. That's the part that I hate. I know, and then I feel incredibly guilty, but I have to do it. But you were willing to do it for me. And I go, I'm not willing. Like, well, so, I mean, last week I couldn't help it. I had like an unexpected thing pop up that I actually had to, do you remember that I couldn't like get yeah. out of? But, and I really appreciated your help. You were the best. I'll tell you what else you do. Uh-oh. You gang up on me with mom and dad. That's what you I do. I knew that was going to be something negative. I could see in your face. You were like, <laughs> will I say this or will I not? Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't thinking that. I was just trying to think of an example. You gang up on me with mom and dad, please. Yeah, you do, because they come back from your house. Not to your face. Real, I know. You come <laughs> back, they come back from your house and they get all closed mouthed. Their, their mouths go real pursed. pursed That's lips. because that you're such, you're, you know, this is your main character flaw. You, they come home from, from my house and you immediately go, what did you say about me? What did she say about me? And that's when their mouths go all closed and pursed. They don't come home like that. You say, you try to entice them to tell you the secrets that we've been discussing in my house. I d- no, I do not, because you've already told me all the secrets. I know, I told text. you everything. What did mom say to me the other day? There was something she said, oh, when she called it Wonder Pump Rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, within about 60 seconds, I texted you about this. And then about five minutes later, she goes, don't say that to your sister. And I was like, eh. and she's like, have you already said it to her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I get like blow by blow of the conversations via text from you as they're happening. And then mom comes home and goes, guess what happened last night and I go is this about this this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and you sometimes give me blow by blow but only when you can find your phone so it's like a 50 50 chance that I'm going to be informed oh, that's something that you do sometimes you charge my phone for me sorry actually that's the main thing that I have done for you although I've given up now I present you with chargers I present you with extra long leads I present you with wireless. I've given you two wireless chargers now, chargers now, one of which is also a speaker that I'm sure you've no idea where it is. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's on the shelf. What's it doing on the shelf over there? Is it even plugged in? Yes, there's a, it's the same plug for my computer. It goes back and forth. 
Do you ever put your phone on it or had you forgotten that it was a wireless charger? Yes, I do. It should be on it right now. I wish it was actually wireless, though. Like, why does it have to be plugged in? It's not wireless. Well, it the wireless is the there's no wire to connect to your phone. That's the wireless I part. I know, but it is so confusing. Wireless. I yeah. often think that too, yeah. Mm. You know what I'd love? A really chic wireless lamp. Because they're like, a lot of the time, I just don't want to see the leads. Actually, all the time, I don't want to see the leads. But then I suppose you're wasting batteries. Yeah. Or you have to charge them anyway, which is annoying. Solar powered, maybe? Anyone? That'd be good. It's not enough light in my house. I can barely solar power my plants. Right. Having great trouble. You know what? After this conversation, I want to say I'm never going to give out about you again, give out to you again. I appreciate you so much. You are the best. You do so many things for me, and I appreciate you so much, genuinely. And if this dress is lovely when it arrives, you can't have it, but you can wear it as often as you need to for free. (laughs) <laughs> that you're so safe in saying that because how often will I will I need to wear a fancy dress once to this wedding and never again oh you're welcome you're welcome Th- sorry Thanks thank you so much so grateful after this conversation I think I will actually try to encourage you to cancel your own appointments because I feel like it would be <laughs> good for you to really you know get out of your comfort zone well as Glennon Doyle as I was thinking about Glennon Doyle this morning I thought you were going to text me something some platitude when I was say struggling to get out of bed it's 10 to 6 whatever I thought you were going to say we can do hard things you can do hard things so I can do hard things so I can make I can cancel those appointments you know where I'm sitting right now Beatrice on a very hard chair no in my knowing I'm sitting in my knowing Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. Please sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister. You get a bonus episode every week. You get the regular episode ad-free. You get to support us. It's a win-win-win. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. It's a shallow seat, is all I have to say. Fuck you. That is incredibly rude. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that out. I think you did a good job not cursing this whole episode oh, and then you ruined it at the until end. Until the very end. Well, listen, I'm going to put that in after the credits. So if anybody listens this far, then th- it's not going to be mom. Oh, actually, I don't think she knows how to turn it off. So it probably is going to be mom. I don't think mom listens to us anymore. She listens to Dear and, Ger- Dear and Garrity. What's her name? <sighs> Dear, Dear and Garrity. Yeah, her. She listens to her. She doesn't listen to us. She's a fucking turncoat. I'll tell you what mum does for us. Nothing. <laughs> oh, mum. She's a dose. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 